Anthony Eslin wrote an excellent book called 10 Ways to Destroy the Imagination of Your Children. These are the first five ways. One, keep your children indoors as much as possible. A child weighed down by busy work, homework, endlessly distracted by flashing screens will find the outdoors boring, and so they will find life boring. As a consequence, they will be boring. If they spend too much time outside, they might learn something outside of a controlled setting. The outdoors is wild and untamed, which is a danger to children who must be slotted into preordained grooves and roles. Life is to be spent inside the four walls of the house, the school, the office, and the hospital in preparation for the four walls of a coffin. Anything they do should be virtual, not real. They should never feel the joy of discovering a real, climbable tree. Number two, never leave children to themselves. Supervise and plan out their entire day. We don't really want them to be independent. Truly independent children grow up to be unmanageable adults. We only want to let them pretend to be independent. Children who can organize a pickup baseball game by themselves will grow up to be able to govern themselves. They become free men and free women. And we can't have that. We must drown them with notes from a planning committee. Television is an excellent supervisor. It has marched like Sherman to the sea, cutting a wide swath through a child's day and hardly a twisted railroad track or burnt barn to show for it. Number three, keep children away from machines and machinists. Do not let them tinker. Safety must be valued above all else. Theoretical knowledge must be honored more than manual labor. All topics must allow for political preaching so as to snuff out any wonder. Children must learn that the whales must be saved and avoid any actual fascination with whales themselves. The political slogan itself doesn't really matter. It can be swapped out with its opposite. We have always been at war with East Asia, after all. Teach astronomy, but for goodness sake, never let them touch an actual telescope. No hunting, no raising animals, no table saws, no axes, no knives, no soldering, no engines, no taking apart electronics to see how things work. Treat these things as beneath them. Your children are meant for something better. Government work. Four, replace the fairy tale with political cliches and fads. Fairy tales present evil stripped of any of its pretensions. It is ugly. It is gross. A child's moral imagination should not be trained with such stark truth. Boys should not be inspired to pick up a sword to slay dragons. That is too close to toxic masculinity. Better to raise them on cliches. Spin every story so it serves the latest political platitude, like all religious people are bigots or women are never frail. All stories must be relevant and homogenous. They must be banal. No one should care about these stories after 30 years. Their job is to impart propaganda and then fade away into the mist. Fool children into thinking that they are virtuous because they believe the correct position on something they know nothing about. They must not know the humility of Cinderella, but they should know that Ronald Reagan hated gay people. Number five. Cast dispersions on the heroic and the patriotic. Teach children to hate their own culture. Never speak of Washington or Churchill unless you also make it known that they were obviously racist. Focus on the grime. Do not let them focus on beauty. Forgive no blemish. 
The only people of history we should hold up as heroes are those who can make a convenient mascot for modern political propaganda. And that's the first five. Stay tuned for part two. We'll go over six through ten. Thank you.